Right. We are back at it. Wine and wisdom. This time, I'm joined by... Is that the right theme song? You got it close. <laughs> I, was never, I was never the biggest... We, we talked about this. I was, I'm not really the biggest Superman fan, so... Man, I try. I know. <laughs> I'm with my main man, George. Lightning Tootie. I don't know why I said Ooh, lightning. Lightning. I don't. Do you have any? Do you have any nicknames? Any middle names I should oh, know about? <laughs> Tootie Fruity. <laughs> yeah. See. Georgie Porgy. Yeah, but Tootie Fruity's like the. That's the low hanging fruit. Like, yeah. I, I, I wanted something different. I wanted something different. I got nothing different. No. No. It's no. pretty plain Jane Georgie. <laughs> Curious George. Curious. Yo, gosh, yeah. Curious George. But I know you as. One hunk, hunk, a hunk of a man, one sexy beast. <laughs> My main man, George Tootie. He's a good friend of mine, and uh, I begged him to be on this podcast. I said, you know what, George? It's been a long time, brother. I'm gr- I'm bringing the podcast back, and I need I need a hitter. I need a I need a, a cleanup hitter. I need a powerful guy. Slam dunk. Slam. I need a slam. <laughs> I need a slam. Dunk. Let's use all the sports analogies. Slam dunk, home run, grand touchdown. slam, touchdown. <laughs> So here he is in the flesh, George. Mother, and by the way, you can cuss. Oh, I can't. I won't tell your mother. Okay. <laughs> we are friends on. We are hi. We are friends on on Facebook. Oh gosh, then she'll probably watch. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, if this is your first time listening, we are Wine and Wisdom, the internet's most intelligent, sapient, wisest podcast. I am your host, the Matt Kane. Guest this week is George Studi. If this is your first time listening. And or watching, what we do on this show is we talk about life, hence the term wisdom. And oh yeah, we drink wine whilst we do it. All right, so check us out, anchor. Uh, what's my website again? Anchor. Uh, com slash wine and wisdom. Uh, so check us out there. Follow us all over social media, the Kane Action Team that produces this podcast. Also, uh, like us, uh, drop a like on this video if you're watching on YouTube, and subscribe hit that subscribe button so you get notified every time we drop an episode. And then, George, you want any plugs? You want to get your plugs in real quick before? Because I'm going to forget at the end. If there's anything you want to plug or if you want to wait, we can do it at the end. I'm going to um, adjust this while you talk. Okay. Um, I don't really got too much to plug. Um, I did make a film back in 2019 called uh, For Love that I directed, wrote, produced, all that jazz. Um, it's a short film. It's on YouTube, so you can go look it up. For Love and my name, George Tootie. Um, then I got some more stuff coming out soon. We'll see what happens with that. But yeah. Sweet. So yes, for love, which I still have to see. Wow. I'm, I know. I know. You I know. Me down left and right. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Where can I get it? Where can I check it out? George? Where is uh, YouTube. It again? Check it out on YouTube. Oh yeah. For love. George Tootie. Right on. It'll, it should pop up. I'm going to do that right after this. I promise you. You better pinky, keep pinky promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, without further ado, let's get into uh, the opening segment of the show, the wine portion. So here we go. George uh, bestowed me with a gift here. I wasn't what, sure if I was great, supposed to bring wine. So. No, but what a great guy, though. Like, I'm trying to think. I think only one other guest has brought wine. So kudos to you, my friend. And you've brought Epa, E-P-P-A, Supra Fruta. Red sangria made with organic fruits. All right. Crafted with a select varietal red wine made with organically grown grapes. This is then blended with pomegranate, blueberry, blood orange, acai juices made with natural citrus essences. 
uh, what does that say? Cellared and bottled by Apple Wine Company, Heldsburg, California. Certified organic. Look at that. 9%, brother. I love it. All right. Let's let's uh, let's try this out. What do you say? It tastes good. Oh, you, you've had it. Okay. Yeah, I've had it before. It is a modern take on a Spanish classic. Just pour over ice and garnish with a slice of fruit and enjoy. Well, I don't have fruit garnishes. That's okay. I do have ice if you want ice or we can drink it. It is pretty cold. Do you want to? Yeah, I chilled it. We're, you chilled it? Should it? Be okay. okay. Well, let's do it, my friend. All right. So I always ask my guests this, George. Are you a, are you much of a wine drinker, wine connoisseur? Um, I like wine, but it's <clears throat> I'm more of a beer. Yeah, beer you're a beer guy. Yeah. I like that sound, by the way. That's why I hold it up so everyone else can enjoy it. There you go. Uh, I, guess first, my Thank friend. Thank you. Guess first. All right. Here we go. Bada bing. Hey, cheers. Cheers. And cheers to all you out there in the interwebs and what wisdom land. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah. It's very fruity. <laughs> but it's not like, here's my deal. I'm not, I, I don't like, I'm not, a, and by the way, sponsor us, Epa, if you're, if you're watching. Uh, <laughs> I'm not the biggest, I don't really like sweet wines. Mm -hmm. um, but that's like just amount of sweet. You know what I mean? That's not yeah. overpowering. That's not overpowering. I like that. Well, good. Good. I'm not big into like when you the dry one and like I can I, I don't mind dry but yeah. I always prefer just a little bit of taste yeah a little bit of fruity taste in there some tutti fruity taste some tutti fruity taste <laughs> <laughs> all right well now that we now that the the you know the glasses have been poured the seal has been broken it's time to let the truth flow <laughs> so first question I ask everyone is. Who the hell is George Tootie? Um, George Tootie is someone, um, complicated individual. Uh, a lot of people see me as this goofball, um, but I don't, I don't, uh, I hide things. I do hide things. Um, not everybody knows everything, but, um, an actor, um, DJ, um, got into sports when I was in high school, big family. I'm the oldest of seven. Um, a big family guy. I love. I love my family. Um, get along with it very well. Uh, been, I moved around a lot, mainly Ohio. Um, but I was out in California for a very short spurt in New Jersey. But I basically consider it New York because you could see the Lincoln Tunnel right out in the oh, front okay. window. Um, love New York. Wasn't huge on California. Yeah. Um, expansive. Oh gosh. <laughs> New York is expensive. That's too. true too. That's true too. <laughs> But, um, yeah, and I, I got into acting, uh, gosh, when I was like 18, um, and just kind of continued at it and at it and at it. And, um, I, I love acting. It's just something, <clears throat> something like you can be, it's basically like playing, uh, pretend, but as yeah. a more, as an yeah. adult, well, when I got into it as an adult, um, you can like be whatever you want to be, you know. Yeah. Like if you want, if you want to write, write a film. You can just write yourself as whatever the heck you want to be. Um, and then you know other people will cast you in other roles as cop or, or, or father or something like that. But like, I love that using your your imagination to to really get into a role. And yeah. also your past experiences help at least help me get into certain roles as well and sink really sink into it. Get get your teeth in there and uh, make it uh, something real. Yeah, for sure. And that's where I, we met 
in the acting uh, community. I, I was trying. I was thinking about this. I'm like, did we meet on when you were uh, naked in my basement? <laughs> <laughs> I think that is when we met. <laughs> I remember coming in here uh, and I'm like, oh gosh, I gotta get yeah, naked man. in some dude's house. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and we'll preface this: you weren't completely naked. I had underwear on. Yeah, he was down to his skivvies. <laughs> but yeah, because uh, we were. Uh, um, it was Wuxia 2, the code, yes. now known as Mortal Kombat, yes. Johnny Wu's movie. and uh, On Amazon. I believe it's still on Amazon. Am I right? Probably. It's also on yeah. Tubi. Tubi that yeah. one's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you want to see this. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, it, it was because uh, they were asking about using my, my basement <laughs> for a scene. I'm like, yeah, okay. Why not? And so George shows up and he starts, you know. You were very nice too, because I even let you use my shower. I think too. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But anyways, I was dirty. Yeah, you were dirty. <laughs> anyways, the scene was not to give spoilers away, but you had to be down in your underwear and you were getting tortured. Yep. So I had to tell the neighbors, uh, "Hey, <laughs> there's going to be a grown man tied up naked in my basement, and he's going to be screaming a lot. <laughs> Mind your business. Right? It doesn't concern you. <laughs> it doesn't. That's right. It doesn't concern you. Yeah, they moved out uh, shortly after that. I don't know why. I don't know why. But um, so that's where we met. Uh, so that was how many years ago was that? Twenty was that twenty eighteen, twenty nineteen? Sure, I, don't when that was I think it was. Two, it was not twenty nineteen. It was before. It was probably two thousand eighteen or that's not eighteen. Seventeen or eighteen? It wasn't nineteen. Whatever. Yeah, so I think know, you're right. Yeah, yeah. we know each other four or five years. We'll say, we'll say we'll round up. Yeah, what's a year or two between <laughs> friends? But yeah, that's where we met and. Uh, yeah, I got to see you know your acting chops on on full display, and it was very impressive, man. Like I was, I felt like you were being tortured, Thank you know. And it was we it was quite a few takes too. That you're yeah. getting your your ass kicked. Yeah, and I, Johnny had my uh, arms yeah, like arms tied, up, tied up like this for like hours. Yeah. <laughs> and I, he's like, I, um, I can't remember what he said, but he's like, I wanted the knots to look real or whatever, and oh, yeah. so the, they were tight on my arms. I'm like, holy cow, can we, can we wrap this up? <laughs> No more. <laughs> we need to, the fans need more, George. No, but yeah, yeah, it was it was cool. It was a, it was a great scene. That was a, it was a terrific scene. It was a good scene. Probably my favorite. Out. One of my favorite scenes in the movie. Um, so yeah, uh, and I think that's. Have we done any other projects together? Not that I can no, think. No, I was an extra on Keats. Um, but obviously I wasn't. Didn't do much. In uh, in Maximilian. Yes. Assassin's game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had it. Awesome fight scene in that movie. Awesome. Freaking awesome. <laughs> but yeah, we so you know, we've kinda uh become friends you know, through this and and uh I'm always you know, I see your shit on, on social media and I'm I was like, my, my boy George, good you doing? <laughs> I love I love seeing it. But yeah, so getting back to acting, um and, and you know, a lot of I, I would say a good half of my at least if if not more than a majority of my guests on the show have been involved in the film scene in acting filmmaking what have you what and whatever uh fashion um so that seems to be a, a a common recurring theme because that's one of the circles one of the main circles i run with um so you know i i when you said the quote about what it, or it wasn't a quote but what you said about uh how you can you know be, be play dress up me be anybody you want yeah that really struck struck a chord with me, and I've said this before on the podcast. I want to say it again because I'm going to quote Brad Pitt. Okay. <laughs> All right, great. And I'll tell you what, man. You know, people get like 
you think of the term Brad Pitt, you just think of like, you know, ridiculously good looking guy, but like he's a, a ridiculously good actor. Oh yeah. Brad, amazing. He's talented. He's amazing. So uh he I remember a quote he was talking about with acting. He said, you know, acting is essentially, you know, a portal into, you know, worlds you could never enter. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's yeah. Right? Like he could so in in one instant you know he's a stoner on a couch in true romance and another he's a detective in in uh seven and in the next he's achilles in iliad and yep. in, in troy you know i mean so that's that i i've i've always i i completely can uh, empathize with that because I, I was the same way growing up like i always had to have fantasy and like action and like there had to be something going on adventure i mm-hmm. needed that so that's why it was such a natural transition for me when I started acting too, because I was like, shit, I do this anyways. Like as a kid, I would always, I was always outside, always playing, always trying to, you know, escape and, and have fun. So I can really, I can really feel that. Um, so back to, so, but in addition to acting, you don't just act, you also. Um, I also, I DJ. Yeah. Um, I DJ weddings. <clears throat> it's funny how um, life can just kind of take you places you never thought you were going to go. Yeah, no um, no shit. I met this guy John Carada. Shout out to John Carada. Um on a film I was doing and he has a, he's not really an actor, but um like a year or two after, you know, we met, yeah. he calls me up while I'm in California for my job and um he's like, "Hey, you ever thought about a uh, DJing?" And I'm like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> um he's like, "Well, I mean, I could train you." And you know we DJ weddings and all this jazz and through a company and and then I just that was in twenty that was in like 2018, 2017, and maybe maybe even earlier but um uh I just started going through the company like they trained me <laughs> yeah. and then they gave me this speech I do like two speeches and it kind of helped yeah like it really helped with kind of a lot um because because I I try to see how this job has helped me in like kind of like day-to-day life or, oh, or yeah. maybe certain aspects sure. of my life like sure. it, and it really helped me with like public speaking yeah um because you got to get up in front of all these people that you don't know oh yeah and, and they're all judging you they're oh, all yeah. looking at you because they paid paid good money for this <laughs> yeah. guy yeah <laughs> and um yeah <laughs> and like they're if i screw up they're yep. pointing those fingers <laughs> and they've been drinking yeah so there's like you know but um like yeah and and it really helped with public speaking and helping me um be comfortable with getting up in front of a lot of people like i've never been horrible with it but it was difficult definitely yeah um but this definitely helped with that and i've, I've stuck with it i've, I've kind of separated myself from the company just to start going out and doing my own thing um but yeah djing um and i also work for aldi um, that's kind of just that great german company yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I've done other odds and ends like throughout my life with work. Um, worked for Walmart at a time. Yeah, I bailed hay. Oh, um, that was oh, that was good times. Let me tell you. <laughs> wow. Damn, I've done it all, man. Bailing. I I don't know too many people that have bailed hay. I grew up a oh, lot yeah. in the country. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So that was kind of one of those jobs where it's like, you want to bail hay for us? <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah. So so if people want to uh, inquire about your DJing services best way to um i don't are you, are you currently taking bookings yes okay. um i am i'm i'm really cheap too because i'm starting <laughs> off trying to get more um but uh I, I don't really have a website but you can look me up on facebook or or email me my my email george tootie t-u-t-i-e at gmail.com or i'm on facebook my name george tootie 
Um, and just message me, let me know. And, uh, I'm really good with getting back to people about, uh, like what you need yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Sweet. Hell yeah. We got to think of a, do you have like a, a business name? Because oh, now we need to think. Everybody of asks me if I have my DJ you know, name. We, we got to think of something. I, I have. I'll, 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 I'll uh, ruminate on that. Ooh, we'll come, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll come up with. We'll come up with something. But yeah. Um. So yeah. In addition to acting, though, you're not just like you, you said. You have your own short film. Mm-hmm. Um, for love. Uh, for love. Like, I I started writing that script um, way back, way back when the first Taken movie came out. Yeah. And I saw it Taken. I was like, oh, that was that was awesome. Like, yeah. but what if it ended? this way and mm-hmm. um and i started with the ending and i just built the story around the ending and then you know it obviously wasn't consistent writing throughout whatever 10 years or whatever but um um i would come back to it and come back to it so 2019 came along and you know i was getting older i was like i'm not old but i'm getting older you know i don't like it when i when i say i'm getting older <laughs> and the old people pop in it's like well you're not old and i'm like i know that yeah. but i'm getting older um, but I, I like to say I'm getting wiser. Oh, okay. Yes. That's the, <laughs> see where I'm going? Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, it was just kind of, I've always wanted to direct, write, and produce yeah. something of my own. Like, I did yeah. write, um, I co-wrote the Superman thing with Johnny Wu as a Superman fan film, um, but I wanted to do something that I had just total control yeah. over. Um, and it was kind of just one of those bucket list things that I wanted to do before I died, and I... Uh, so I went back to that script and I was like, how, how can I, you know, finish this up and maybe this can be what I do. And um, so I, I polished it up and filled it all out and um, we went to work. Like over the summer of 2019, I cast Jessica Hollis and BJ Hall, saw a whole bunch of other people and got Keith Collins in to do yeah. the, the choreography. It, 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 it was great, though, that I did wait that long because I knew so many more people right that and i knew like yep. the good ones that i could pick because <laughs> <bring, it>. <laughs> you, you can pick whoever you want to pick but like i yeah. wanted good people you yeah. know involved absolutely so so i picked and, them, and, and people that you could trust and people I could and trust. they're gonna be dependable correct, correct. Yeah. um and then we just went from there and we filmed it and james Naiman edited it and also filmed it and um we had a, a premiere in i think it was in november or december um and i put that all together that's another thing like it's funny because not only did did i just make that that film but i was also like what else else, how can we make this like a big event so i i i put the short film and since the short film was only 20 minutes i filled it up with other people's films to show off other work because i i'm I'm a huge supporter of uh indie film around here and anywhere but um around here like people i know it's like they've done so much for me in the past, like how can I give back? So you know, I I, I kind of did it like a mini uh, film festival, yeah, um, for the for the night and showcased uh, everybody's films if they wanted to make something, if they had something they wanted to show, and um, and did that. It was like an, a a nice uh, event, and it was a really good time and and really cool. And 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 that's awesome. That's one of those things. Like I hear I hear a lot of people. <clears throat> the bitch and complain about like oh I want to make movies I want to do this and that and it's like well what's stopping you no this and this it's like no no <laughs> like you have nowadays or I should say this day and age you have zero excuse not to make something mm-hmm. right if you really want to pick up a phone and make your and boom now you did something you made something so now you can say you're a filmmaker yeah. you know what I mean like that's that's a beautiful thing to even just finish guys to even just finish a project is an accomplishment that should be 
lauded in and of itself because you know how many projects get started and they'll never see the light of day. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> done many if, of those. If I had, my IMDb would be like almost as much as Ron George's. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yep. With all the projects that I've been promised mm-hmm. that, that have just fallen through. Because think about it, you have so many things. You're, you're when you start a project, it's like okay, you've just drafted a war letter. Like okay, I'm going to battle. Not to not, I'm not to equate this with the the horrors of war, but in in my analogy is this: when you start a project, like there's just gonna you're getting getting you're getting attacked from so many different sides. Everything that can go wrong probably will go wrong. Oh, yeah. Whether it's technical, whether it's with time scheduling. Uh, right and not even i even talked about personnel working with people yeah so that's why we, uh, at the at the premiere of maximilian keith's movie um you know when we were up on stage i was like i was like hey i need this i need the mic for a second i want to go i want to go hey keith like we need to give it up for this guy because he steered the ship of chaos to to shore mm-hmm. and that's exactly what it is so you know kudos to you man and that's like it's it's an inspiration that to make a film mm-hmm. like just to do something like that no matter what the quality is, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. As long as, like, yes, obviously we want to make the, the best piece of art that we can, but shit, just to get it done, brother. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers to, to that. that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Draco. And I will be watching this. I, I, I promise. Like, it's, it's so funny. It's like, I, I've been wanting to see it like this. Because I, I don't remember, I couldn't come to the premiere for some reason. I remember I messaged you and said, hey, man, I really wish I could make it. I don't remember what it was. It's a legit excuse, but. Yeah, and then. The laundry. At laundry. That's what <laughs> you know how those are my sacred days, man. But um, but yeah, I've, I'm I'm watching it tonight. I promise you. And then after I watch it, I'll I'll, I'll cool. let you know. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I and, and I empathize with that too because you know people ask me like what I do in terms of like for um in the film scene is like I call myself a filmmaker. Yeah, I act. Yeah, I've written stuff. Yeah, I've directed some stuff. Yeah, most people know me for like doing fights and fight choreography and all that stuff. But it's like at the end of the day, I love the the I love the genre of film. Mm-hmm. I'm just a, I'm just a big fan of it. And whatever aspect that is, yeah, I think I'm better at certain things than others. But I just love being involved in it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I've I've literally been on stage and went like this. Not, not on stage, but um on on set. Uh huh. And you guys couldn't see if you were li- if you're listening to this. By the way, you can listen to us. Uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but uh, I literally was holding a mic, a boom mic. I've done that, held lights, you know, like just being around it, you know, and learning. Yes, is is huge. Um, so yeah, like, and that's the thing. If you want to do something, man, just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Don't make any excuses. Get it done. That that's something um, that I'd like to touch upon, like, because you're you, when you when you're making a film, like. You, you're you're scared. You're you're kind of uncomfortable. But it's like the same with with anything that's new, yep. um, and and different to you, and you don't ex- totally know how to do it. Like I feel like as I've gotten older, I've started to understand that we we need to do more of what makes us a little uncomfortable, a little nervous, because like even if you fail, like you still tried something different, and if you if you find success, even better, and you have this, you can tell yep. people that hey, I did this, you know, absolutely. Like, and it's just it's a good feeling to at least say you've tried yeah. to do something different outside the the box right. you don't, like i have so many parents and, and family members that are like you know when i tell them i act and or i made a film like 
they like wow like even though it's just a low budget film they're so proud and yeah. so like that is so cool because you know growing grandparents and, and parents growing up like it was pretty much you know you go to work you do your yep. your your eight hour day monday through friday and you go home and it's just it's boring and like i respect the hell out of my parents and my grandparents and it's like that was what you did but like I want, I didn't want to do that, you know. I feel that, brother. I still don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 I agree completely. And like that's the thing. Maybe like one, two, three generations ago, like they had no excuse. Mm-hmm. They didn't have. I mean, think about how like costly it was for film equipment. Oh gosh, yeah. You know, so they were, they had no excuse. Plus, like, no internet. The world wasn't at their fingertips. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why there is no excuse for us for anybody that wants to do something it just comes down to how bad do you want it mm-hmm. how how do you and I, and I feel that like i've never been nine to five guy mm-hmm. white picket fence two and a half kids that ain't me nah. <laughs> anybody that knows me know that's not me so that's why like i fall in love with um you know like i have i definitely don't work at love you know your standard career i teach at a university and i own my own business i work really weird hours even like evenings we but it's cool. I love it. I enjoy it. And that's all that matters. Like, don't come, you know, that's the other thing is like people compare their life to others, their journey to others. It's like, what do what makes you happy? Oh, gosh. Regardless yeah. of money, regardless of everything else, as long as like happiness is your North Star. And like you said, man, this was this was great. That's why I wrote this down. Like, you know, being outside of your comfort zone. Like, that's why one of my rules i've kind of laxed on it of late but one of my early rules when i started doing more and more film stuff is like not saying no mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like hey you want to help with it and i would go inside i'm saying no but outside i go yes <laughs> because you know what's the expression life begins outside your own your comfort zone if it doesn't challenge you it won't change you mm. you know i look at like everything that happens in life is uh what, what, what I call grist for the mill, meaning like it's just shit to make you better, man. Mm-hmm. No matter what negativity happens in life, how can you take those, the things that happen to you and how can you learn from those yes, and, and learn from exactly. that lesson and see what, what was the teaching of that lesson and then move on from it and grow. So you learn a lot when you make a film, when you like, you have to, you have to get it done. You can, you really see what you're made of, man. Mm-hmm. And it's such a, it's like, it's, Making a film because then becomes a vehicle for self improvement. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It really like because like, obviously there were a lot of times making that film like I wanted to give up. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> obviously I'm not gonna lie like like I wanted to give up a lot of times but it's like you gotta just push through and you see what you're made of like you said like just push through it and once you get through it you can breathe that sigh of relief that like, yeah <sighs> I did it I, got I did it you know. Yep. Yep. And and that's the other thing is like your first work is gonna be shit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like Lord knows I've had there's a few scripts that they will never see the light of day that I because I look back on them. It's so funny. I remember writing a script like ten years ago. I'm like, dude, this is like gonna change the game. <laughs> right? <laughs> it was for like this action thriller where this guy like rescues his uh kidnapped fiance. I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna be like game of death meets like uh big brother, like it's just gonna be great. And then I went back and read the script, and I'm like, this is dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay, because I got a rep in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm going to, you know, put on my, like, my gym bro, like, uh, pants here, which I really do have my zoo off my gym bro pants. And, and like, I, I equate it to, like, lifting. Like, you know, if you go and lift one time, 
Like, and then you're like, yeah, I did it. <laughs> I'm, I'm strong. I'm in shape. Like, you imagine that? People think like that. It's the same thing with writing stuff, with acting, with making films, with doing a podcast, with talking to people, like public speaking, DJing. You, you do it one time, you are going to suck balls. Mm-hmm. But that's all right. Because the second time, you're going to suck a little less balls. Yep. And the third time, maybe a little less ball. Right? So... <laughs> Before you know, you're not sucking any balls. There are no balls in your mouth. Oh my god, this is fun. Let's see. This is why George is here because he makes me he makes me smile and giggle. Okay. Um. What? Anything else? Like, um, we're gonna shift gears completely. But like, if there's anything else, like, you want to talk about in, in film in general, like. You know why? Like your your why? Do you know what I mean? You you did say that you love dressing up, and and entering into a, you know playing these all these different characters. But like as you've gone further down this journey, is there anything else that like you want to do? Anything in terms of like um, your acting journey, where you want it to take you, and what you want to get from it? Um, I, I there was one one point for a while, like when I was younger. And even, I don't know, five, six years ago, like, yeah. I wanted, like, that whole fame. Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah, I thought, like, you know, if I keep at it, and it's still possible. I'm not saying it's oh, not. Oh, yeah, you no. Know, dreams can't come true. Absolutely. But, but now it's, like, I just want to keep doing um, different projects that, that push me um, down uncomfortable paths or whatever, d- down uh, different roles that are, that are just totally different from me like i did a film with robbie barnes called fun and mm-hmm. i play a, a a villain and it's really dark like i'm talking super dark and like i'm like joker heath ledger's joker yeah that's type gotcha. character that I, I i play in that movie with and um that's the kind of stuff that i want i want stuff that's not not me at yeah all. don't get me wrong i love playing the action hero and getting the girl or, or saving the day and like that stuff's great. That stuff's yeah. fun. Yeah, I love kicking ass. But um, I, I I would prefer now different different things. Yeah, to totally. It'll test your range. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Almost, um, I I completely agree. Like I like I said, I I get pigeonholed and like, hey, you want to be a villain? Uh, Lord, how many times have I been a villain and died and stuff? Oh my god. <laughs> so we were talking before, uh, you know, recording. Is I have a role where I get to really become like part of me is definitely turned up with the volume, but then there's part of that character that's like really new, and it's like, it's like you know discovering Alaska. You know, like when the first saw was like, whoa, what's this land about? Like, it's there's parts of me that I I can explore. So mm-hmm. I, I I understand that challenge, man. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and also I I would like to to make make my own more of my own films and, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. Um. Lord willing, someday I can have um, budget. Yeah, big budget. That's, that's the goal. <laughs> Obviously not. I'm not I, I, like in the realm of possibility. Yes, maybe some kind of budget. Um, I would like to have to make something, some kind of art. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hell yeah, man. And that's the thing is, it is a journey. It's not a destination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's continual. And sometimes you know. I might never make it. Other people around here might never make it, and that you got to be okay with that. Yeah. You know, it's 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 all about um, just being in 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 your moment of yep. being now. You know, being exactly. present. I guess. Exactly. Um, 
Exactly. And that's, you know, like, first off, the term it is like such a, like, it could, like, I understand it from the uh, societal standpoint of like, you made it, you are like brewing it, whether, and there's different levels of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, are you the next Brad Pitt? Are you have a solid career in acting? Are you whatever? The bottom line is you determine what it is. Yes. What, That's and true. like we talked about, does it, does it make you happy? Mm-hmm. And for like for me, like I think I think every person would be lying to themselves if they weren't like, yeah, I want I wouldn't mind being a little famous. Like, yeah. yeah, it's a stroke to the ego. Yeah, <laughs> yep, <laughs> no shit. But like for me, like I just want to do stuff that's fulfilling. Mm-hmm. I want to do projects that I'm passionate about and that I love. And yeah, make money doing it. Fuck yeah, that'd be great. That'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. But it's not like that's not my main focus. Uh, yeah, or else I would have chose a way different artistic endeavor, career, profession. Right, like, (laughs) but that's all right because at the end of the day, I'm there's a smile on my face and I'm doing what I love. Like, I didn't choose, you know. It think about how this be really strange, and we haven't. This isn't the getting high in wisdom podcast, but like, think about this. Like, can you imagine like if you got to choose your parents, you got to choose like what you were passionate about, like before you were born. That'd be fucking crazy, right? But my point is, I didn't choose to be this incarnation of this being that is passionate about making films, Mm -hmm. like. You didn't either. Mm-hmm. That's just how that was your genetic makeup. Yeah. And, you know, part of your nurture when you were growing up too. So like, yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, it, like you said, man, like just doing shit that you enjoy, mm-hmm. just having fun doing it. And what's cool for me, like is along this way, I've met awesome people like you, like yourself, Tim Hale, who I had in a previous episode, all, like a lot of the previous guests on this show, just really groovy people that I wouldn't have met through that. And they're people that are of like-minded interests, and they're good people. And that's to me like when I see who's going to be on a set or who's doing what, I'm like ah, oh, if it, if they puts a smile on my face, I know I'm going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. I know I'm going to enjoy it, you know, yes. regardless of the other stuff. Yes, some some of my best friends are are yeah. people I've met on on sets, yeah, and still friends to this day because they're they're there's like a eclectic mix of people, and yes. it's like it's. It's cool getting to know different types of people and seeing what their their interests are and 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 learning about them and 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 if you like them if you if you guys mesh um it lasts and yeah. I like that and I have a lot of people that I've meshed with and and you you might not even know I mesh with these people because they're so different from me but <laughs> oh, it's yeah. like but that's <laughs> but what's it, great. that doesn't matter you know it's the anime like the tie that binds us all together is is cinema like making films making art like mm-hmm. that's no matter what like people you wouldn't normally like associate with outside of that you become like awesome you become like really good friends and when you're on set together doing something you're there for many hours (laughs) so you better like each other yeah (laughs) or else it ain't gonna last yeah (laughs) so you so you go through you go through again back to the like battle analogy like you go through this battle together with another human being so you're gonna be you know bonded no matter Mm -hmm. what yeah so um yeah man like and and so i you know i i like i said i think you you're a great talent um i've seen what i've seen what you can do and i feel like you know for you the sky's the limit like i feel like you have a lot of range you could go you could do a lot of different things and it's gonna be cool watching you know how your career and how things progress for you man i'm, I'm gonna be your number one fan i'm gonna be like popcorn i'm gonna have the <laughs> i'm gonna have the foam finger in the front row at and at the, at the uh at the premiere of George Tootie's life, man. I'm, I'm right there, like, <laughs> woo, number one with his career. Like, yeah, man. All right. Oh, that was a weird analogy. That's where my, my brain gets hijacked by weird images. 
in my mind, it sounds really cool. Then when I say it, it's like, Ugh, where did that come from? Like, <laughs> the fuck was that? So, um, one thing I want to, sh- I want to kind of shift gears to another topic. Um, like you, you were talking about, we were talking about like social media, um, and, uh, like you've been, you've been pretty transparent, like on, on social media a lot and Facebook, like you've, trouble. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's okay. Like you've been, you know, transparent with your life and a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I find that very refreshing because like you see a lot of people, it's always like the highlights, you know, yeah. like you never see the lowlights and, and shit. So when I see somebody like you, who's like posting, you're being very honest and open. What I, I find it like commendable. And, and very refreshing when you when you do that kind of stuff mm-hmm. because it's like we all struggle with shit yeah we all go through shit um so if you can just you know if you if you put something out there man you never know who's who's there who's watching who's listening who could like offer some you know some advice i know i've, I've posted a few times on some of your stuff to say hey man you're a stud like you're you know you got the world by the balls brother <laughs> but yeah i know so i mean like uh like i said i wanted to commend you for being transparent on facebook and sharing stuff because i've, you. I've seen some you. you know there's i i remember distinct like you know i remember one video where you were like crying in your car i remember that and that like touched mm. me man i was like man like see that's the thing like this is a deep guy this is a guy that's like real and i've talked about this on a lot of other episodes like those are the people that i really get along with in life people that are real that aren't superficial people mm-hmm. that don't like yeah, we all have like our like little bullshit, like filters up. Yeah, you know shields. But when you get past that, like that's the kind of people I like. So, yeah, like I, I just wanted to. I don't. I don't think I've ever told you that. Like I, I it was. I find that stuff refreshing, and and, and I appreciate like you being vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. letting yourself, you know, putting yourself out there like that. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. I. It's nice to do. <laughs> sometimes I just feel like I'm just gonna throw that up uh, on on facebook and it's like nobody it gives a crap you know yeah. about what i post and and sometimes i will even I'll, I'll slip it in there it's like i know you guys don't really care about this but i'm just putting it anyways and, but it's like because i don't want to be the the freaking one yeah. in five trillion people that post about uh trump uh, yeah, yeah, biden yeah. uh get your shot yeah. and i'm like come on yeah. that's I, everything give me something yeah. real because yeah. like not, i'm not saying that the that stuff is not real but it's like Sometimes it doesn't pertain to you, and it's like I want to give me something about you personally. Exactly, exactly. Yep. Like, that's why I'm friends with you on Facebook or or, or follow you on Instagram or mm. whatever. I, it's like I want to. I, I like seeing you do well, and I like hearing about what you're doing and 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 your opinions on certain things. Not everything, but you know, yeah. you know how it is. But like, I don't want to be that guy that just hoots and hollers about the news and yeah. and CNN. <laughs> and it's like. Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather post something that gets you, you thinking. Hopefully, that gets you thinking. You know. Well, it it's cool because it's like again, like you said, it's like a it's your, it's like a personal touch. You're being a human, and the, the problem is like everything nowadays. Everything's like bifurcated, man. Everything is just like split. It, it almost anything you post is divisive. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, and it's like, dude, we are we are as humans, we are so much more similar than we are dissimilar. Mm-hmm. So that's like to me. I don't care. Like when people post political stuff, I I just kind of tune it out. Yeah. Like I and I'm not saying I don't follow. Like I follow. I get news. I I definitely stay on stuff. But like I don't give a shit about that. I want to know like you as the person that I care about. Like you said. Yeah. So when I see stuff like that, it's way more important than like, hey, look at what so and so said. Mm -hmm. This talking head. What I don't care. So like, so that's where like social media can be such a 
can be the worst thing, but also the best thing. Yeah. Yeah. If you can tune out the garbage and tune into the good shit. Yeah. And that's what I want. And that's what I like seeing is like the good shit. So like it's, 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 and, and, you know, and you're not like one of those people. And I see people that take it to the extreme that's like, woe is me on everything they post like, because they want that sympathy, the sympathy like stuff. Yeah. And I know that's not you. Like, you know, you were our, you, you're just, when you, when you're putting stuff out there, man, it's cool because you're showing like, Hey, like this is, this is me. This is who I am. Mm -hmm. Aw, that's awesome. And then it's cool to, to get like, to feel loved yeah. when, when, you know, to feel the feedback, yeah. to feel like, Hey, people actually do care. No. And you know, aside from the bullshit, does that, does that, does that make sense? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, uh and that's, that's. That's why I, I do that. Like I, I'll be going through something in life, or, or just a, a thing will pop into my head, like a memory or something that I went through, and may, maybe I, maybe I saw somebody else is going through a similar situation or something, or something, or I know people who are going through it, and it's like that's when that's like okay, let's let's talk about what I went through, but then also being like, hey, you know, it, it'll be okay. You'll get you'll get through it, or or whatever's going on, because because I went through this and yeah. got through it. There's a there's a I, like I, I, I over time it's I don't know if it's from the Bible anymore but like it's one of my favorite sayings and it's and it's this too shall pass yeah because like no matter what you are going through um it will be over eventually and it'll be behind you and you can continue on with life and it, eventually it'll become a distant memory and something you could yeah. tell people about like I went through this this shit you know um a very dark time in my life but I am here now you know and and that's something you could tell somebody maybe who's thinking about suicide or 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 you know many other dark things in their life they're going through these dark things and you're like hey you know I, maybe you don't want to hear this maybe you do but i went through something similar you know and i am here now yeah. with still here on this planet you know yep I've, I've been through that yeah you can and and that's such a powerful thing it's like you know in the, in the moment it may seem like oh my god it's the and, and I think about that, like think about like a lot of kids that don't get out of high school mm -hmm. because they just like they don't realize high like school is this much of your life. Oh yeah, because they're it, that's their like macrocosm in the microcosm that's like they can't get outside of it, and they don't realize like if you can get out of high school, man, like none of this shit will matter. Oh yeah, but so many kids don't because they just get so stuck in stuck in in. Uh, you know, they get stuck in, 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 in life there. Like, that's the sticking point to them. But, like you said, this too shall pass in terms of, like, you go through this. It sucks now. And you don't want to experience it again. But also it becomes such a blessing afterwards. Mm -hmm. It made you grow. It helped you yep. grow. And yep. so think about that. Like, everyone that's gone through shit. Every, everything that's happened in life where you've suffered. And you, in the moment, you're like, damn, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want this. And then afterwards, you're probably still like, I don't, I don't want to ever want that again. I don't yeah. want that again. But then you're like, wow, it helped form me as a human. Mm -hmm. I know for in my life, the things that were the most tragic and heartbreaking were also the greatest gifts to me. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to go through them again. I wouldn't even wish that on my enemies. Yeah. But I know that I wouldn't be this being that I am now without it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. That's yep. That's true. That's true. Yeah. And, and taking it full circle, like you can then use those experiences, those emotions, and use it to help enhance your art. Mm -hmm. Your when you have to a really tough scene, like say you have a really emotional scene that you have to perform, like you know you had like where is that source coming from? It's mm -hmm. coming from your real life. Yep, it's coming from those real emotions. Mm -hmm. 
So like it's a life full, fully ventured. You know, yep. if you don't risk anything, there won't be any reward. Yep, that's yeah. true. <clears throat> so yeah. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, I I, I figured I would t- I'd say that no, it's, it's it's cool seeing like you post openly and honestly about a lot of stuff because most people, like I said, most people post just their highlights or they're so guarded. They're so guarded yeah. about a lot of stuff. They want to let anybody in, mm-hmm. you know? So kudos to you for, for being open like that. Um, being, being open is, is good. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, um, super transparent. Like it's not, you can see yeah. right through me, but like right. letting people in a little bit, you have to if you don't let anybody in you're never gonna have never. any never. close friends or you you know you can't really draw on family even though they might be there for you all the time whenever you need them it's like not telling them anything exactly. is, well well that's the thing is like there's a lot of people in life that they i mean your heart should be very liquid i mean they should like form like it should go out to other people but so many people get like they get hurt they get bitter and then they like armor their heart Mm -hmm. and they don't let anybody in ever so that then they starve and you see people that are like so starved like for love and emotion Mm -hmm. that they're hurting man you want to like reach out and be like dude like it's gonna be all right but but because they you know they take it to the opposite extreme and i'm not saying you like just let it oh (laughs) that's a good thumbnail oh for a couple more seconds um but like you have, like you said, you have to like, you have to let it in, let yeah. people in, you mm-hmm. know. So it's like it's a it's a balance. I was actually thinking about this earlier today. Like is that that battle between your brain and your heart, you know, mm-hmm. our our hearts unify us. It brings us together. Like when you're in pain, it's not my mind going. It's my heart that's going out. That's why people say my heart goes out to you mm-hmm. because it literally means my heart is going out to you because I'm feeling your pain. Yes, because I'm a human being and I have compassion and empathy because. Well, I know what you're going through. I'm also, I would be going through the same thing, mm-hmm. right? You could take it even deeper and be like, we're all one, but we don't need to get too meta. But the point is like, that's what our heart does. But what does our mind do? Our mind divides. Our mind is like, well, no, I can't let my heart go out too far because if my heart goes out too far, like it may hurt me. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so when people like turn away from, you know, seeing like, you know, kids with like distended bellies in Africa and shit like that, it's like, no, it's just going to be too much. It's too much for me. Like mm-hmm. That's the heart saying no, 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 no. Yeah. No, you, so it's that it's always a balance because if you go too far in one, like you people that just like oh god no. Yeah. Or people that are just too cold and distant, like no, no, I can't let you. It's that balance. It's a dance. Yeah. It's it's like um with the with the one like I I know way too much about is like dating, like our our yeah. past our past times we've been hurt through dating and 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 past relationships or bad relationships and it's like. Like your your past does does get stick with you, you know. Oh yeah. And you have to. Yeah, you, you gotta. You like you said, your your mind wants to protect you from because yeah. your heart's just ready to jam out with everybody, you know. And your mind's like, no, calm down, heart. <laughs> Hang on now. <laughs> but it's like sometimes you gotta be like, mind, shut up. Yeah. I, I got this, I you got know. This. But it's yeah. like you just want to protect yourself. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I do too. Like with with relationships if i'm if i'm trying to jump into a new one or, or date yeah. again like that kind of stuff it's like my mind's yeah. always like don't don't do that you know yeah. you're gonna hurt yourself to again protect yourself it's yeah like protecting the ego yeah did, and i'm glad you just touched on this i want to actually talk about this a little bit because i've seen a lot of your posts have been in regards to that and it's it's just it's entertaining and i'm not like in a yeah. bad way not like laughing at you but just 
uh, it's like poking fun at just the whole dating game. Yes. And that whole world. And it's so, oh, like, it's so, it's so fascinating and so, like, weird. And so, oh, like, yeah. it could be horrible at the same time, but so, and also beautiful. Because um, I love, like, the interplay between, I always, it always fascinates me, like, the interplay between humans. Mm-hmm. Like, how, and, it ne- and it's never more poignant than when people date. Um, yes. So when you're like posting stuff about like dating, it's like, oh my God, it's just, it's funny because like when you have to go into the dating world and you've been single for a while, it's like, oh, scary. It's like you're back in, you're back in the jungle and it's like, damn, this just way more overgrown than I remember. <laughs> yeah. Like you got your spear and you're like, <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> wait, hold on. And like you, you know, you turn around the corner. It's like, wait, like last time I was in here, there wasn't this, this tender thing. Yep. <laughs> Bumble? Hinge? What is, you know, it's like, <laughs> It's so fascinating to uh, to look at. So, um, how has that? How has the? We don't we don't have to talk too much about personal dating life, but like, I, how has that that journey been? Dating is <laughs> it's it's uh, tough, right? Dating is so tough, and like yeah. it's like you said, um, you know, when you choose to go back in, if you've been out out of it for a while, yeah, you jump back in, and you're like. Okay, now I don't know what I'm doing again because like you'll try to go like my go-to, my go-to for a first date <laughs> is always something super super simple. Yeah, I like simple on a first date. Um, I either let's let's meet up at a at a bar, have a few drinks, talk. I like to yes, talk, or or let's go have dinner and then yeah. go see a movie. Like simple. Um, and then you know if things progress, we can do more crazy stuff let's go to the mountains or whatever you know but like that first date is i want to i prefer it to be simple just to get to know the other person yeah, you know absolutely. and sometimes that's hard the <laughs> first date girl doesn't want that like yeah. i want he's like i don't want to be impressed like take me you know freaking mountains on the first date like i can't I don't know you <laughs> yeah exactly you might kill me <laughs> so it's like Things things change and it's some. I don't want to speak for everyone because yeah. that that gets hard and like people get on you. It's like, oh, you don't know me. And it's like, it's just from my experience, like it just it's tough yeah. um, jumping back in and then I'll take a break again. Or like right now, right now I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, like, I am just <laughs> like, I still I'll here and there I'll ask a girl out or something like that and I'll go out. Like I do want companionship. I don't need it. Sometimes people get on my Facebook and they're like, you got to figure out yourself first. You don't. And it's like, I, I didn't say I needed it. I <laughs> want nice it. <laughs> yes. It's a, it, to me, it's, it's extra. Yes. Like the way I look, like I look at it as like, yeah, man, like shit. I, I, I'm, I'm cool by myself. I mm-hmm. love being yeah. by myself. Some of the, dude, some of the best times of my life I've had by myself. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> However, we're human beings. Mm-hmm. We're humans. And we have emotions, we have needs. Like humans are social creatures. Yes. So, yeah, especially like when you know we live in Northeast Ohio, and it's dark for half the fucking year, <laughs> and it's cold is, you know, colder than a witch's tit. Like it's like you kind of want. It's like I mean, I should have somebody right here. Right yeah, now. Like, exactly. To watch a movie, cuddle with, hang out. Yeah. Because I get, I get that. Like I was single for like, I don't even know, like four years, whatever, four mm-hmm. years. I think I've been about the same. Yeah. But in those four years, like, it's been, like, the best ugh, time ever. I've learned a lot about myself. Because, yep. you know, I took a lot of that energy and directed it inwards. But it doesn't mean, like, no, and nobody's ever a finished product. It's not like, now I'm ready for dating. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's No, it's like, 
I've done I've done work on myself. Like, yeah, it'd be nice to have somebody around to mm-hmm. hang out with. Whether you know, whether however serious that gets, it's just cool to have have a companion and like experience things with. Yeah. Because it's like you can make these cool discoveries about life and have fun, but it's so it's a better experience when you just share it with somebody. Oh yeah. As simple as that is. Oh, so yeah. so yeah, you don't we don't need it, but it's nice it's it's nice to have. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree. And and uh yeah, I'm like that's kind of that's kind of where where I'm at now. Yeah. Like it would be nice to have somebody. I don't need I don't need yeah. somebody, but it, it would be nice to have somebody around. But if that ever happens, I, we um my family <laughs> My family sometimes will will call me the next Uncle Butch. Now our uncle, <laughs> yeah, our oh, uncle Butch, okay. has been single whole life. He's yeah. like I don't know. I don't know his age. He's like 80, 90 years old. Wow. Like, I could be wrong. Right. But um, he's old. Yeah. And he's been pretty much single his whole life. And um, I could be that. And if if I am, and there's nothing wrong. Yeah. With there's that, nothing wrong with that. Like, if you're happy, you're happy. That's you know? right. And who, again, who who are we to say like somebody else's journey just because it's different than ours doesn't mean it's not good for them. Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah, dude, like I've said this before, you're a stud. Like any girl that any any girl that truly can see your value and is interested in you will be. Mm-hmm. And it's like if things don't work out, she wasn't somebody that like got you. Yeah. She wasn't your per like she wasn't your person in terms of like she didn't really know like the she didn't get the, the real George. She, like, yeah. she didn't get it. Yeah. That's her loss. Yeah. That's how, that's how I've looked at it. Now maybe I'm an egomaniac. <laughs> Narcissist, whatever. But the point is, like, when in in my life, when there's been, I've had relationships that just went south or like it didn't work out. Whether it was like a week, a year, whatever. It was. It was to me. I looked at it as like, yeah, it's her. It, it's her loss. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean it doesn't hurt, and yeah. I didn't care about her. But it was also like, well, I know about me. I know my heart. I know what kind of person I am. I'm sweet. <laughs> like I'm pretty fucking cool. And I feel like that's the same with you. It's like you're a cool dude. You're awesome. Like act like you're fucking you have a great personality good looking guy like any girl that doesn't see that she's got blinders on man or and, and, right. and, and, <laughs> and, the other, and the other thing too is like you know it's personalities have to match yes yeah right it, it could everything could be they could check off so many boxes mm-hmm. but if you're not vibing it doesn't it doesn't matter like the, the the really the relationships in my life that have been very fruitful are the ones that were kind of effortless if you're mm-hmm. like forcing like um oh, like you're trying to get somebody like you good luck with that shit yeah <laughs> yeah you can't force anybody to do anything against their will i mean you can but then that's like called maybe a cult there's like <laughs> legal implications and all. but um but the point is like the people that i've had good relationship with it just was effortless like we just psh, it was like what mm-hmm. oh you're cool like yeah sweet this works mm-hmm. like <laughs> Not forcing it. Yeah. And whether you meet mm-hmm. in person, which I th- still, in my experience, is the best. Yeah, I agree. But I've heard really successful stories, people meeting, you know, all other ways, internet dating apps, whatever. It, do- it doesn't matter. Like, you meet somebody and you just groove with them. Mm-hmm. You know, you look in their eyes, you look in yours, and you're like, damn, sweet. Yeah. Meeting in person is oh, a big one for me. It's like, huge. Uh, my, my goofy sense of humor or... or Yep. Some people like my laugh. Some people don't. But like my laugh it's, doesn't come across. It, it doesn't come across in text. Yeah. And only, you're only, that's the other thing is you're looking at, you're judging somebody, somebody's whole life, 30 whatever years, like on what, five pictures and two sentences? Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. And yeah. it's, it's, that's, that's a lot of pressure, man. <laughs> it is. It really is. But yeah, like you're, you know, 
you don't it, it there's there's not the whole dynamic there that's why like, like we were talking about like meeting in person is it's so much more uh i mean you're, you're getting every sense yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of just looking at somebody yeah so but yeah man like um i don't know um you're you're a great dude and if somebody comes along sweet you know like you you, you i don't know yeah I, I like that you're of the mindset of the, of not the need because there are a lot of people that they need to feel that yeah way. that's not good that, no. well, i shouldn't say that's i like well, whoever teach yeah, their own but but like okay I, I could spend hours on this but <laughs> the point is you should that no one will love you more than you should love yourself mm-hmm. um and you become love you know but the problem is when we like when we fall in love with somebody we fall in love with like the feeling they give us. Yeah. Like they, they turn on something in us that is love. But when you can direct that energy back into yourself and become love itself, dude, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. It changes everything. And it, and again, it doesn't mean that when somebody comes along and they capture your attention, that you can't have that love with another being, but it just means that don't look for it. Mm-hmm. And don't look, don't look for like a validation for somebody from somebody that they can never give you like yeah they'll never like they can give you really good love but they can never really make you feel whole like mm-hmm. you need to make yourself feel mm-hmm. when you start with that and i think that's what tre- people try to say they just say it in like really simplified terms of like you have to love yourself before you love others i think that's what they're trying to say yeah but when you look at it in a deeper context and you become more quiet and more peaceful with yourself then you know then you're able to offer that to another human. Mm-hmm. Like you can only offer your state of being to somebody else. So anytime you yes. like work on yourself and you do stuff, like you're doing it for the benefit of others, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So like, fuck man, just keep doing you being you. And then eventually, you know, somebody that sees that, that truth that, and they're attracted to it. Psh, 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 it'll come around, <laughs> but I wouldn't sweat it, brother. yeah yeah so yeah um i was gonna ask you if you have any because we're we're already an hour dude this is is flowing by brother (laughs) a couple things before we 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 jet um speaking of do you have any before we put a cap on it any any like good dating stories any like really like good like funny in terms of like funny ones goofy ones and if they don't have if they're embarrassing that's okay but like, if there's anything they're jumping out, you want to share? I I've never had, <laughs> I've never really had like any super um crazy like I would love to be able to tell you regale you with some uh-huh. story, uh-huh. um but it's, are you like awkward first dates or anything weird like that? I'm always awkward. <laughs> we all are. They yeah. all are. they're completely. But was there one that took the cake? Um. Hmm. Nothing that jumps to my mind. There was one date that I had with this girl. And she, like, I picked her up, and she's talking about, she's talking about her back pain, and um, I'm like, okay, and she kept talking about her back pain the whole rest of the day, <laughs> and I'm like, I already bought tickets to a movie. We were at dinner, and um, she kept talking about her back pain, and finally, I'm just like, do you want to go home? Wow. And uh, she's like, no, I'd like to go see the movie. It's just my back, and I'm like, I'm gonna take you home. <laughs> And and she very she was a sweet girl, but like but, but what the fuck? Like why keep bringing that up if you do if you want to hang out with me? Like I hate hate games. Okay, like yeah. yeah. If you want to hang out with somebody, if you want to spend time with 
man or woman, if you want to spend time with another human being in a romantic sense or hopefully have the potential to have romantic, you know, uh, situations with them, like, be open about it. Like, don't yeah. don't make them play this guessing game. Because I, me, I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail your test usually. Because yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I get to this point, like, like, I, like, when it comes to, like, getting girls to hang out with you, with, with me, um, if you keep, um, telling me you're busy or, or you're, you're working or, or anything like that, but you actually want to hang out with me, but you keep telling me you're busy and you're not giving me, like, any other yeah, options, it's like, I'm going to take that as I'm bothering you, so yeah. I'm going to back off. Eventually, I'll back off. I'll keep trying for a little bit, right. but then I'll back off. And then, like, sometimes I've had situations where it's like, why didn't you... Why don't you, uh, you know, pursue me more? I'm like, I thought I was annoying the crap out of you. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a push pull, it's a push pull. But again, like you know, if somebody wanted to, they would. Like, yeah. If they really wanted to hang out with you, they would make time for you. Yeah. You know, some girls do just want like to just be chastened. They want mm-hmm. to be pursued. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. If you want to fill fulfill that role of the pursuer. Okay, mm-hmm. but also understand, you know, where it may end. Yeah, <laughs> and how far it may go. Eventually, I'm just gonna be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could keep up with the George Tootie uh, Dating Chronicles on Facebook, <laughs> yeah, you you'll it, usually see them there. Yeah, yeah, there's a, you know, we 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 get like one a month at time. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. <laughs> it's so funny because I've seen like you're like ah, that's it done <laughs> done. I'm single for the rest of my life. Forget it. Nope. Yeah. It's so funny. And then and then it was like, I don't know. The next month, I get like, well, I'm back. Well, I'm back in there. <laughs> I'm back in the saddle again. <laughs> oh, my God. Good stuff, Tootie. Um, so what's next for uh, for Tootie? What's, uh, you got any projects in the works? Anything um, Anything note to keep an eye out for? Um, I just did a project with Brandon Jester, a uh, yeah. short film called Adler's Last Trick. Um, I play a magician. Oh. I get buried alive. Um, it's it's funny. I, I yeah. like it. Um, and then I I'm doing um, Lou Donardo and Nick Mulbach's Calendar. Yeah. That's a feature film. Okay. Um, I don't. Ha- I'm I'm not starring, but I have a decent sized role in there. What what role did did you get? Can you say? Frick, I don't remember his name. Was it the Womanizer? Yes. I I auditioned for that. <laughs> I wanted to play a womanizer. And I was like, when I saw you got cast, I'm like, that's probably too. Yeah. <laughs> he, probably got me. he probably beat me to it. Everybody <laughs> casts me as a womanizer because they all think I play a great jerk. And yeah. I guess I do. But <laughs> There you go. Maybe that should be your like real life gimmick, your real life character. Just be a jerk. Just be a jerk. You know, some women, they like jerks. They yeah, like that's assholes, true. <laughs> but that's not you. He's a sweetheart. That's why he's on this podcast. Um, yeah, and, and, and we talked about this. Uh, a couple weeks ago at Tim's, you know, like, I definitely want to do some work with you. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. We have to, we have to collaborate. We have to do some stuff. So, um, yeah. I, I remember, I wrote down the, the short film I kind of pitched to you when I was not of the right mind. We'll say that. <laughs> He's pitching this to me. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, uh, like, great. Yeah. <laughs> but it, there's some, there's a start there. Yeah, there is. If yeah. I work with it. But regardless, uh, I have some, I have some ideas, you know, I'd like to have, you know, and vice versa. I know we talked about yeah. this, you know projects, but yeah, I let this be. I want this to be, um, you know, the beginning of a of a good, you know, creative relationship. Yeah, and a good friend relationship. Yeah, my friend. You know, so yeah. You ever need anything, dude? Like, I'm a good listener, good talker. You ever need a need a chat? 
I got you, brother. And I appreciate you coming on my podcast. It's been fun. Um, it's been fun. So check out For Love, George Tootie, wherever you get your social media. YouTube. YouTube. Check it out. Fun stuff. But yeah, um, you're coming back on. We're going to talk about some some other good stuff. I appreciate awesome. you coming on, bro. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. And cheers to that, guys. Cheers. Again, this is Wine and Wisdom. Stay sexy and stay wise. <laughs> <laughs>